one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually actually I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Hey, before we get into it, a friendly reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention. Uh, our Twitter's at forever35pod, our Instagram's at forever35podcast. We are sharing photos of your Forever 35 merch there. So please do tag us. And of course, there's the Forever 35 Facebook group on Meta's Facebook where the password is serums. You can also shop our fave prods at shopmy.us slash forever35. We have our Forever 35 newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And perhaps most crucially, we do have a voicemail and text number at 781-591-0390. And you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Mm, Dory, all these things are true. 
But as mentioned, we do have an amazing merch they, collab. They are, they are true. <laughs> they are true. What we if do. they were lies? What if this has been a lie this whole time? Nah. Anyway, uh, please do check out our merch collab with Balance Bound. It's just fantastic. Paper products, pencil sets, journals, stories, hotel, keychain, and more. You can find it all at balancebound.co slash shop slash forever 35 amen <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, just doing a little Kate, stretch sorry yes well speaking of stretching mm-hmm, right i just did a natural yes. segue can i tell <laughs> you so you know i think i do feel like one thing we circle around a lot here is the like getting back into things we loved or then stopping the things we love and then getting back to the things we love right like there's kind of that a, a bit of a back and forth i mean we all find this as we get older you know like sometimes like you played a piano as a younger person and now you're back into it these sorts of things and you're exploring it in a new way i'm going to keep trying horseback riding without it being fancy, you know, all these, all these little things. So as I've talked about here on this podcast, I am a certified yoga instructor and I had a very active yoga practice for many years. And then that all stopped for like a decade for various reasons, but I am really, I don't know, revisiting my relationship to the yoga practice and one of the things that I have been doing is going to yoga classes, IRL, which is something I've always loved and um, the pandemic and parenthood and many other things have made hard over the years. But I have found a spot that like takes COVID seriously and I feel comfortable being in their space. Um, and I'm most masked for classes, uh, which is fine. And I have been going back to yoga class and it's been really exciting for me and like almost kind of emotional. I don't know why. I just, I think that yoga is so wonderful as an individual practice, but there's also something about being in community that I love. We love being in community. I mean, we do, right? Like that's, yeah, you've talked about like you've. I think I think this is something you've talked about, and I'm not going to be able to articulate exactly what you said, but like so much of what COVID has highlighted is like how important it is to just be in community with p- people, whether it's like your best friends yes. or strangers. It's really healing, and I just I just have loved my Sunday morning yoga class journey and Saturday. I did go Saturday this week as well. Um, and it's wow, a little like, great. it's a little like, um, prickly for me in terms of just like what my body used to be able to do and what my body can do now. And that's also like a fun thing to dig into and, you know, like not having attachment to things that our bodies could do and, you know, or attachment to even like a physical practice. I don't know. It's, you know, it's causing me to just to revisit some things, but I really love it. And I really feel it gives me a feeling of groundedness and also uh, like a spiritually, spiritually connected practice of movement. Similarly to the way I think dances for some people. That's so great. I strive to be great. You know, I I strive to be great. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you know I what? Think, you aren't nailing mm-hmm. it. Thank you. You're really nailing I, it. I, yeah. I really, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I don't know. I think, God, this pandemic has just like put so many things in my brain and continue to do so. But yeah, that's one thing that's become kind of an important weekly practice that I'm trying to do is like not just do yoga, but to go to an actual class and and get out of the house, you know, like just, just have that time for myself. So I just wanted to share that because I've really, really been looking forward. Like it's something I'm setting in my calendar and looking forward to. That's the other thing I want to just note. You got to put these things in your calendar, or at least I do. You do. You right? really, like otherwise, really do. Yes. Otherwise, I either forget otherwise or I'm they just, just like, don't never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not, they like lose their yep. value to me in some way. Yep. So that yep. has been really nice for me this week. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, updating calendars, how's that going for you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, last night I busted out one of my uh, It's a Lot notepads from our balance bound collab i'm gonna hold up my go on sticky notes to encourage you to (laughs) go on because i was suddenly like oh i have all these like annoying kind of like life things that i need to remember to get done and literally what has been happening every day is i've been in the beginning of the day i've been like oh i need to do xyz Hmm. And then the end of the day rolls around and I'm like, oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Or like I just didn't – or like I remembered, but like I was like, oh, I don't have time because it's like annoying things. Like I need to get something notarized and I need Ugh. to fax something. Like all these just like annoying things. I, you know, need to like pay preschool tuition. Like just all these things that I'm like, just I just need to check these things off the list, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it took me like two months to renew my passport this summer. It was just like, oh, the steps I mean, involved that's, in this. That's another, that's another thing that I have not done. I need to renew my passport. Can I just flag this for a second? Has your passport expired yet? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I let mine expire too. And, and Anthony was like, oh, I always just do it before it expires. And I was like, oh, well, good for you. Like it never even dawned on me as an option. I thought we all just waited to the last day and then we were like, time for a new one. I had no idea. I mean, I will say my previous passports I had renewed before they expired. I used to be like more on top of it. And then... <sighs> Mine expired like not long after I'd had Henry and it just was like, it just seemed like a hassle. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, well, I'm not going anywhere anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. And now it's just like dragged on and on and on. And I think, I think it expired in, I think it expired in 2019. Like it's been expired for quite some time. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, the only person in our house who has a valid passport is Henry. <laughs> Great. So when like shit hits the fan, he's going to head to Canada and you and Matt are stuck in America. Yep. yep. He'll be like, bye. <laughs> and actually, he doesn't, if we drove to Canada, he doesn't even need a passport. If you use a land crossing to Canada or Mexico, 
children just need a birth certificate. So oh, but adults <laughs> need the passports. Oh, so Henry's adults fine. Need the passport. Mm. Yeah, Henry well, is fine. He's gonna like hook up with my parents and like get the hell out of Dodge, and we're gonna be like, oh wait. <laughs> wait for us well i can tell you i just checked my uh you can check your app passport application status online which is very nice and i i am approved and i should be getting mine soon which is oh good very good yep i did expedited status exciting so how long did that take just out of curiosity because i feel like people keep Uh, talking about this i sent mine at the beginning of august and they are telling me that it will be back by august 26th so that's pretty quick. Oh, that is quick. But I, but I paid for the expedited service no, because no, my I, family I is that, traveling but... in November. Yeah, but that's fast, right? But, um, that is fast. And there was like a point in the pandemic where even people who were doing expedited, it was taking months. So how is your focus like when you do an administrative task? Let's say like on Monday, you, you write yourself the list of things you need to do. Like I need to do mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. What's your follow through in terms of getting these things done? Well, it's usually pretty good. However, I will say one of the things that has been holding me back from some of the tasks that I need to do is they also are dependent on my husband. Mm. Like okay. the thing we need to get notarized, we need to do together. Yep. So that just adds a whole other element. Now, this morning, I did sit down and say to him, we need to do this. What is your schedule today? When can we do this? And he was like, I was like, I have a thing at 1230. He's like, okay, let's go after that. And I was like, okay, great. So now we have a plan. So it's on the schedule for today, the notarization. It's on the schedule for today. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise it just wasn't happening. Otherwise mm-hmm. it kept being like it kept being like we need to do this. <laughs> I, I know this. Oh, yeah, don't forget we need to do we need to do this. <laughs> and like 6 months so, go by and then yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I'm just um yeah. I'm just waiting to get that done and it'll feel good and I'll be able to check it off. Mm, so satisfying. And, yeah. And, and just have it be done. Satisfying. Have just it be have it done. Be done. Exactly. And then I'll move on to my other, some other, I'm sure, <laughs> other thing that has to get done. <laughs> much delayed. Yeah. Much delayed task <sighs> that needs to get done. So that's what's going on over here. Well, I'll tell you quickly. Um, we celebrated our 14th year wedding anniversary yesterday, and what? As a oh present, my gosh! Happy anniversary! Uh, thank you. And as my present to Anthony, I found the we had Polaroid cameras at our wedding, and like the, these like photo book pages, and people could write notes and take photos with the intention that we would like put that together as a keepsake. But we never did, and all of that shit just has sat stacked in a mess in a box for 14 years. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put this together. So I sat and I stuck all the photos and I organized it and I put this book together. It only took 14 years. And it's been so long that Anthony didn't remember that we did this at our wedding. And he has a very good memory. 
Wow. So that, yeah. Kate, <laughs> you know what? I have meant to put in a scrap, like a photo book scrapbook that I haven't done. What? <laughs> what? The trip I took to Israel when I was 16. No. And then there almost were a couple 30 other years ago. Almost 30 years ago. And then there were a couple other like summers. I did a summer program in London. And there was another summer that I got a Eurail pass. Remember Eurail passes? And I traveled Vaguely, around yeah. Europe. And I was gonna put everything in a scrapbook. That was when I was 20. So 25 years ago. I think I still have all the stuff somewhere. Like I, all I the detritus. <laughs> My dad, oh, excuse me, my dad scrapbooks and uh-huh. it's really cool. Like it's fun to go to his house and look through all these scrapbooks. And now my kids look through them and he has things like the mean notes I wrote to my parents that my kids now like oh my read back gosh. to me and think are amazing. Yeah. I mean, he really, he's the saver, oh but it's, my it's really special actually. Like they're really neat to look at. So I think if you have all that stuff and you have the energy, I mean, that's a whole other story. That would be a fun thing to put together for yourself just to kind of look back on. And then for like Henry I and have, also like me when I come over. Yeah. I'll just be like, here, Kate, here's a scrapbook <laughs> of me. Enjoy I, yourself. I would, I would love to look at a scrapbook <laughs> of like young Dory. And I think that would be fun. Oh actually, I'm, I'm in the mood for that. I, I would love to look at that. I have... I have multiple folders in my file cabinet that are just labeled old stuff. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. Old uh, stuff. Old stuff. Oh. Well, yeah. And, and like every few years I go through it and I'm always like, oh, the program for mm-hmm. my piano recital when I was 11. <laughs> And then I keep it. Like, why am I keeping this stuff? Because you're going to put it in a scrapbook. You're going to scrapbook. Because I'm going to, I'm going to put in a scrapbook as soon as I uh, retire and move to a retirement community. I mean, I will say scrapbooking. Speaking of. Oh no, no, go on. Go on. Let's keep talking about scrapbooking. I was going to say that scrapbooking could be do, could be a fun activity to do with friends. Like the same way people do like a vision boarding party is like you bring all your old shit over that you want to put somewhere and the host provides the scrapbooking materials. So everybody gets a book and a glue stick. And like I now I want to host a scrapbooking party. I was I just going to say, Kate, do you want to host a scrapbooking party? You know who's you know who's an avid scrapbooker and goes on scrapbooking like retreats is my mother in law. Hi, Mary, if you're listening. Oh, um, hi, Mary. She, yeah, Mary. Mary is a big scrapbooker. Yeah, she, I mean, like, I don't. I think she just like gets together with a few of her girlfriends and they'll like go to a hotel for a weekend and scrapbook all weekend together. I, I would a hundred percent do this. I mean, maybe we should do this. This could be the the fire under my ass that I need. I mean, a scrapbooking party. Everybody, we have like, uh, oh my God, I haven't even told you about my charcuterie board. I'm going to save that for another episode, but we'll have like charcuterie, cocktails. Yes. I mean, this is also just like another thing in my like Dory (laughs) 
<laughs> leads a retirement community <laughs> life. <laughs> Mahjong. <laughs> Tennis, I mean, piano. I started pickleball yesterday. <laughs> so between the two of us, I was going to ask you how I'm pickleball saving it. Going? I'm saving it for another episode. I will talk about it okay. in a few days or weeks. But so far, I am okay. standing outside of the kitchen and loving it. That's a pickleball reference. Only my fellow PB heads will understand. <laughs> Well, Kate, we should introduce our guest. That seems like the right thing to do right now. Yeah, and take a little break. Um, We had the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to Summon Munir, who is a Toronto-based certified trainer, mom of three, proud Muslim woman, and the newest addition to Evolve You App's all-female global training team. Summon designed her hit focus workout guide focused with Summon for busy women and moms like herself who are short on time but want to make fitness part of their everyday routine. She is Evolve U's first Muslim trainer and their first mom. And she hopes to inspire women across the globe to build confidence through fitness. And we really had fun talking to her and um, I learned a lot. I mean, she inspired me. I like her attitude about like strength and why and why her like what her focus initially was as she began an exercise journey and what it has become i found that really inspiring i agree uh okay let's take a short break and we will be right back with summon quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best. 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. 
Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me me just tell you why. Yeah, get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like I... I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. See how it could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. So we always like to ask our guests about a self-care practice to get started on the show. And we're very curious what you might be doing for self-care these days. And it's always interesting, I think, to ask a fitness person because fitness is self-care for so many of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I assume it's also part of your own self-care daily rituals. But I would love to know if um, there's something else that you do for self-care as well in your life. Like besides fitness? Well, yeah, besides fitness. Or if there's something about fitness that is self-care for you right now. Because I think... In my own experience, fitness is self-care is like constantly evolving for me. I don't know if you you have the same experience. So for me, self-care has to be fitness because that's mm. my way to go. That's where I let all my anxiety, if I'm nervous or scared or whatever it is, or depression, whatever it is, that's where I just go to the gym and let it all out. That For me, that is the best self-care ever I can you know, explain. But um, besides that, obviously, spiritually, you know, um, praying as a Muslim, we pray five times a day and that really calms me down if, I, mm-hmm. if I'm if i stressed out or whatever it is. So praying and um, going to the gym, both of these two things are a huge, have to be a huge impact in my life. Yeah. We don't have that many people on the show who talk about prayer and religion as self-care. So um, I, like, I like that you are kind of bringing that into the conversation. Oh, thank you. It just like you feel so like, you know, like praying, like, you know, just asking, being grateful to God for what he has given you, you know, for the health. Health is the biggest thing that I I have to be grateful to, that I can see, that I can walk every day, I can get out of my bed. So for me, that is a huge, huge thing that I need to be grateful to God. And like I said, as a Muslim, we pray five times a day. And it's just a key reminder, you know, like to humble yourself down, you know, to pray five times a day. And like, you know, just just makes me feel good. Besides just going to how long is each each prayer? How long is each um, prayer? Yeah, I'll say ten to fifteen minutes. Not that long. Okay. Yeah, but like a nice a nice sort of break for yourself to kind of recenter. It sounds like um, at different points throughout the day. Correct. There are obviously different timings that you have to pray, and within those yeah. time frames, you have to offer all those prayers. So one is before the sun sun rises. So you get up early 
And for me, it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, you have to get up early. And th- that's the hardest one because not a lot of people can do that. So for me, it's like, if I don't get my first prayer, that's it. I feel like my day is just ruined. So I have mm. to get up 4 a.m. in the morning, mm. pray, go back to sleep, whatever, get up again. And then the second prayer starts at 1 p.m. Then the third prayer starts at 5, 5, uh, 5 p.m. And then uh, the fourth is the sunset, whenever that is. So th- the prayer time is always changing as the as like obviously there are some days we have long days summers and winters are short days so the prayer times are always changing but there's always five times a day that we pray so how did you get started in fitness because i believe you're only a year you're 42 two okay and you and you got involved in fitness in your 30s which Makes me very excited as a 43 year old. Uh, and I oh. think oftentimes, like our listeners are like, it's too late for me, or we've, we've felt yeah. this way too. It's too late for us to do dot, dot, dot. So, what was your first step into the world of fitness as first pr- practicing it yourself and then making a career change and having it become your life? Correct. Um, honestly, the fitness was always in back of my mind, but, mm. um, I started off with uh, makeup. So I I don't know if you know that I have a makeup page called Makeup Hijabs that I have paused for a long time. I'm not doing anything on it, but that's how I started my journey. Um, I was in aerospace. I was working for an aerospace company before I had my kids. And me and my husband decided that once we have our kids, I'm going to give up my job and I'm going to take care of my kids. I just didn't want to, uh, you know, uh, pay the babysitter and, I'm taking care of my child. I'm like, you know what I'm bringing? We're bringing our kids to this world. I'm going to take care of them. So I quit my job and um, I started, you know, um, I got pregnant. And then right after um, I had my daughter, I had nothing to do. So I was like, okay, you know what? I just want to see if there's something I can search on YouTube, like how to style a hijab in a different way. And I think one thing led to another. And then I saw this girl and I discovered, I'm like, whoa, she can really wear a hijab in different ways. So, and then I started my page. I'm like, okay, I like makeup. So maybe I should put something about makeup and hijab together. And that's how I started makeup hijabs in 2010. And I did that for a good seven, eight years. And then I was like, hmm, I want something different. There's not a lot of Muslim girls or um, actually it was my husband's idea. He's like, there's not a lot of Muslim people who are um, practicing, you know, fitness or healthy lifestyle. Why don't you use your platform and try to encourage more Muslim women to work out? Because you like to work out. At that time, I wasn't um, into weightlifting. It was just like, even my mindset was totally wrong. How can I lose weight? I just want to be skinny. So (laughs) that's how my fitness journey started. I said, okay, you know what? Let me just start a page. And my husband said, okay, we're both going to start doing workouts. So he did it for a week. And then he's like, um, I think you can take care of it yourself. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I have to go to work. So I started SFM Fitness in 2017, I believe. And at that time, my youngest one was uh, three years old. I was 37. And there was a gym that opened at UFC gym. And I joined that gym because I've always loved doing Muay Thai and boxing. I did for a year before I got married. And then I stopped. Um, so, so let me just start going back to UFC gym. So I started doing HIIT training cl- uh, classes and I started doing boxing, Muay Thai. And I used to record videos there at the gym and I used to tag the gym. The gym owner said, how about you don't pay any membership? Just tag us. I said, okay, cool. Great. Why not? <laughs> I'll save money. So I started doing that. Um, and then I think I had about 6,000 followers. And then I reached out to all the brands because working with makeup, 
hijab, when I had a makeup hijab, I knew how to contact these brands or they will contact you and they wanted to collaborate. I'll say, you know what? I want to collaborate with big brands. And believe you, at that time, I didn't even know how to do proper push-up, pull-up or anything. I was like, let me just message all the brands. I, I, I messaged all the brands and Under Armour came back after three months later. They're like, okay, well, you know what? We'll, we'll work with you as influencer. You can work with us. I said, okay, they will send you, they said, we will send you um, a few kits. Um, just tag us, but make sure when you tag us, don't tag any other brands. I said, sure. And for me, that was a huge opportunity. I didn't want to take that as granted. So I stopped bringing everything. I'm like, forget about all the other brands. I'm just going to stick to Under Armour. And I started, you know, um, posting, um, doing workouts, bringing their brand. And then a year later, they asked me if I can be their brand ambassador. And that's when I said, how about we design a hijab? I said, other brands are out there. Why can't we do that? And then we worked on that, the Under Armour hijab, sports hijab. And that took almost one or one and a half year to go back and forth to get that proper sports hijab. Wow. And then, yeah. And that was done during the COVID time when the ad, ad came out, the, the Under Armour hijab. So I was so, so happy. And it just blew up from there. That's amazing. And that must have felt, I mean, how, how, what was the response from them when you suggested that they create a hijab for, for Muslim women? Canadian team was super excited because mm. most of the products are all made in America. So we have only one, I think a hockey product. And then the, this is the second one. So we were super excited. They're like, yep, let's do it. We're going to do this. So it went really, really well. It went really well, especially when I saw Tom Brady commenting on my uh, mm. video. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is so cool. I didn't expect that. So that was totally amazing. Yeah. Have other companies kind of followed suit in developing workout hijabs or is Under Armour kind of the the big one? Um, there are other brands as well. Yeah. Adidas came. Uh, Nike was the first one to come, of course. Um, then obviously. Okay. Under Armour and then all the other brands I've seen like Adidas and now other brands are also coming out with their hijabs. Yeah. What has been the response like from hijabi women who didn't see themselves represented in this way? I mean, I think that's such a, that's such a, a current conversation that's still going on is that um, the changing kind of representation in fitness. And I don't think we're there yet, but as someone who is, kind of leading the way, um, what what have you received from people? I mean, obviously growing up, I didn't see anybody who I could say, you know what? Oh, she's wearing a hijab. She's a mom. She's a... There was nobody mm. to relate to. And yeah. it's so important that we have that kind of representation so people can see and say, oh, you know what? She, she's wearing a hijab and she's a mom. She's just three kids. If she can do it, why can't I? So representation is so, so important that we represent everybody. Can I ask you, um, for someone who is scared of the gym, let's just say, or someone who hasn't been back to the gym in a while, what steps do you suggest that they take to kind of get back into it or maybe just get back into a workout routine? The first thing I would say is to plan your workout. Don't just go to the gym and say, oh, I'm going to try this or I'm going to do that. You got to plan your workout. You got to have a plan. What you're going to do? Like, is it an arm day or is it a leg day? Don't just go to the gym. Oh, maybe I should do this today or maybe I should do that today. It just doesn't work that way. And if you don't know, 
then hire a coach. That will help you a lot. Hire a coach and then, you know, get your proper training. It makes a huge, huge difference. So um, for me, it's like, if you're, first of all, be confident in who and what you are. Even I'm an athlete, I still get nervous there at times because I know I'm a minority. I'm a, like, especially when I joined this new gym, I knew there were like, everybody there's like all high maintenance people and they're wearing all these, you know, awesome clothes and awesome hair. And here I am fully covered and sweating my butt out, but it's the confidence. Like, just don't worry about who's looking at you. Don't worry about who's watching you. You do you. Work on yourself. Focus on yourself. Put your headphones on. Put your music loud, and that's it. Focus on yourself. That's it. You mentioned how, uh, being dressed modestly too. I'm wondering how how do you feel? Um, like, what has been your experience in the fitness space, uh, and what have been some of the challenges being uh, a Muslim woman? You're, you're wearing your hijab. You are dressing modestly. People like this often isn't a safe space. I imagine. Um, I would love to hear kind of what, like, what is, what has been the, the hardest part and what advice do you have for someone who might be experiencing the same thing? It's, it's been intimidating. It's been hard. It's not, it's not been easy, especially being a woman. And then second, hmm. wearing a hijab, it's like, you have to be acknowledged. It's hard to, it's like, you have to be loud and say, you know what? It's okay. It's just a hijab that I'm wearing. It's it's not been easy. It's, it's been tough, but you have to focus on yourself. That's it. Hmm. At the end of the day, you have to focus on yourself and be like, you know what? I don't care what people have to say. I'm going to do me. I'm here for myself. I'm here, I'm here to work on myself. And uh, I'm not going to worry what other people are going to say. Can I ask a very like uh, just a practical question about Absolutely. the under the Under Armour hijab and how it differs from one you might wear in your everyday life? What makes it essential to your fitness experience? So what I find with the Under Armour hijab is like if I do any explosive moves or if I'm doing boxing, it really helps my like hijab doesn't move. It doesn't move around. But if I wear this hijab that, I, that you see right now, like a turban style or any other, it will slip off and it feels super, super hot. So it's kind of hard to train and then I have to keep on going to the washroom, fixing my hijab. But with the Under Armour hijab, it doesn't move. And it's a very thin type of material. It just dries very, very quickly. So I don't have to worry about that. So cool. I also love that it's a, I just want to say, sorry, Dora, and then I'll let you ask your question. I love that it's a Canadian, yes. part of the Canadian yes. Under Armour, which I didn't realize. And I do like that it's like either like they've done something with hockey and then this huge thing. It's a, you know, that's very cool. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed, 
They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, we are back. I was just going to ask about skincare as it relates to working out. Um, like I am someone who I need, I need to shower right away. Like after I work out, I'm not someone who can just like, you know, use a makeup wipe and go on my way. Um, and I'm wondering if you have specific skincare or, um, you know, anything else that you do specific to working out that you would kind of recommend. I'm honestly going to say I'm blessed with good skin. I don't really have to wash my face right away. I do wear a really good foundation, and that is Estee Lauder. I really, really love that. So I use a very little bit of the Estee Lauder foundation. And the cream that I use, I'm sorry, the names, I don't know the the names of them, but I can definitely email you. Um, I just use like a normal moisturizer. Yeah, absolutely. Normal moisturizer and just a regular, yeah, um, a face wash that is that I can get it from states. I, I, again, I don't know the name of it. Serap? No, it's not Serap. No, it's something else. It's a. They're all uh, dermatologists recommended. So yeah, but they're not available unfortunately in Canada. Okay, so wait, I have to back up. Are you a makeup gym person? Like, do you can go in your foundation and work out in makeup, or do you do you not do that? I just put a light foundation. I have to. I have dark circles. Okay. I gotta hide them. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, it was so, I went to the makeup counter once. I went to Christian Dior and they, to buy a BB cream and they were like, this is what everybody works out in. And in my brain, oh. I, I had not realized that people are working out in foundation. So this was very good for me to learn. Do you have any other, do you do any other makeup when you exercise? Like, do you have a full eye on? Oh no. Is there any, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you save that for later. Yeah. No, I'm too lazy now. Before, yeah, I could say, you know, I used to be, it's funny because when you don't practice, 
um, you forget everything. Same with the makeup thing. Like I don't practice anymore. So I, I even forgot how to, you know, uh, blend all these uh, makeup eyeshadows. So when I go to the gym, it's just a light foundation. That's it. So you mentioned your makeup and hijab Instagram account and how that kind of blew up. And you said you're not really practicing as much. Is makeup still a part of your day-to-day or your self-care? And if it's not anymore, was it at the time when you created that account? It was at the time when I created that account. It's not mm. anymore. I can't be bothered mm. now. I'm all in for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I love that so much. It's so interesting too how we, we change. Yep. I think sometimes, I don't know if you found this as, you know, a person in your forties, but like the things we think there are things that have a huge role in our lives at certain times it, it shifts and kind of allowing that to happen and, and going with it is, um, is a real practice. I don't know if was there any letting go for you of kind of that part of your identity? I honestly felt wearing makeup gave me confidence, but now I'm thinking, nope, it's the strength that gives me confidence. It's being strong that, that makes, you know, gives me that like confidence. You know what? I'm strong. It's not the makeup. It's not how I look. It's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Although that being said, a light foundation is always nice. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like you can always, you can have, you can have a oh, little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I was going to ask about the Evolve You app and what your what your participation means for that and kind of what you're doing, how people can work with you, et cetera. Oh my God, Evolve You has been a blessing. I, um, when Chrissy Chella first sent me a DM, DM, I was super excited. She's like, do you want to work with me? Yes, why not? So I am their sixth trainer and uh, I am the first one who created the HIT program. Uh, which is called Focus. And Focus program is for any shape, size, body, for anybody. You can do it anywhere and everywhere because there's very minimal equipment required. And my Focus program contains uh, three levels, which is uh, obviously beginners, intermediate, and advanced. Because a lot of people, when they see my workout, they get afraid. They're like, okay, maybe she has some kind of a weird, you know, push-ups going on or crazy, you know, uh, jumps or whatever. So I'm like, no, no, the beginner is literally for beginners. I thought of my mom. I'm like, she's old. Would she be able to do the beginner workout? So I actually made her do it, and she was totally cool with it. So, yeah, beginners is really easy. And then intermediate is a bit challenging and advanced, obviously. Yeah, hardcore. How does it work exactly? Like, people... So it's you can people sign yes. up on the app and then the, uh, the link is available on my um, fitness account, SFM underscore fitness. They can download the app called Evolve View. And then that's where you can find me and my program called Focus. Okay. And that means I can do it if you're oh, wanting absolutely. to do it. If- oh, you can do more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like slightly confident that I could try it. This gives me, this makes me excited. Absolutely. Um, what has it been like having having children through this process and how I mean I I hate this question gets asked a lot of women I think is like how do you balance it all which um you know is a little bit of an annoying question to ask but I, I would love to kind of just hear like what are you, what's your day to day like and maybe um not how do you balance it all but like how do you handle it when things feel like they're out of balance so I would say time management is a huge thing obviously you have to make sure that you are um managing your time properly. Then again, 
support. I have a really good support system from my husband. He's really respectful of what I do. And he's the one who's encouraging me always, you know, try this, try that. So it's so important that you have somebody who can support you, support your goals, support your dream and all that stuff. So with obviously having kids, it's not easy, but there are times when, okay, he's taking care of the kids and I'm doing my thing. And there are times when I'm taking care of the, uh, the things and he's doing his thing. So you obviously have to support each other to have that smooth life so balancing obviously uh make sure you like the time management is there like you're making sure that you're doing it. like when before when i had kids um obviously it was easier and then when i had kids i was like okay once they start going to school that's when i'm going to start doing something and that's exactly what happened once my kids started going to school and when they're in school that's when i'm trying to you know doing my workouts or if i have a client um you know training my clients and stuff like that so when they come home i'm there for them do, how much do you sleep at night? Do you get enough? Do you oh, get a lot absolutely. of sleep? Oh, no, no. Here's, sleep is that's so a, important. That's like key, right? Sleep is the recovery. I wouldn't be doing anything if mm. I did not have my sleep. And I cannot stress how sleep is important. Forget about food. Forget about anything. Sleep is so important. You have no idea. Six hours is not enough for me. I need to have seven to eight hours and I'll get my sleep. And if the days that I don't have enough sleep, I'll have enough daytime. But without that, I cannot function. I cannot work out properly. I, I like my brain is foggy and everything. So sleep is so important. Yeah, when I had kids, then I was having less sleep because obviously getting up for breastfeeding and blah, 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 to changing diapers. But now they're big. So no problem. I love that you say that because I feel like so often, especially when it comes to taking care of ourselves or even the conversation around fitness, sleep always gets like pushed to the wayside. And it truly is like it, 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 maybe it's, I don't know if it's getting older or what, but like it impacts how my brain works. I mean, it's unreal. And it's often the first thing that we sacrifice. Yep. That's why I I emphasize on sleeping. Like you got to get your seven to eight hours of sleep because recovery is so important. The way I work out or anybody who works out like, you know, one and a half hour or two or whatever, you need your sleep to recover. You need that. And if you're not going to do that, then you know what? You end up getting injured. Mm-hmm. That's when injuries happen. What are, what are some other things that you think people can do to kind of nurture themselves in this way? Because there really is kind of like a whole body element, I think, to what you're speaking of. And oftentimes we just kind of laser focus on the physical aspect and don't think about these other considerations like you're suggesting sleep. But what are other things that you think people kind of skimp out on that they should really be incorporating if they want to also be maintaining uh, a fitness practice. Drinking lots of water, walking out in nature. Oh my God, just walking in nature, just looking at the trees and just, mm. you know, just breathing makes a huge difference. It makes a huge, huge difference. Just go out, hike. I mean, yes. Yeah. Getting getting out in nature is, it's just so important. And also I think it's so important uh, to like, see different environments with your eyes like it 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 helps your brain to kind of relax um so i've been i've been thinking lately that i need that different landscape um so that's a good reminder but how do you do that in winter see we live in los angeles where we Mm. can kind of do that year-round you are in canada do you still get out in like the depths of january and february and go outside sometimes but not all the time (laughs) (laughs) sometimes and that's 
usually they say that the percentage of women being depressed is during winter time because it's so dull, it's so cold. Um, I would go out, but not as much. I'm not going to lie. I hate snow. <laughs> I don't like yeah. snow. I don't either. I would you no no need to lie here. Like I the thought of having to try to go outside. We we grew up on the East Coast in in Massachusetts, so we understand cold, but I do feel like you have it like a little bit worse up north. Yeah. Like you really get it. Yeah. <laughs> it hits your bones differently. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> for for people who might still be hesitant or might be struggling with um confidence in their fitness routine, even if they're doing it at home. Is there a a suggestion you have to try to get people kind of out of that insecure space, that kind of discomfort space? Is there something that or is there something that you do to kind of psych yourself up when you're maybe not feeling like you're in a space to focus on yourself in that way? You know what? Um you gotta have plan like set small goals. You gotta have a goal. Set small goals and go for it. And don't compare your fitness journeys with others. Don't, I, I mean, when you look at the social media, you're like, oh my gosh, she can do this, she can do that. I even feel it that way. Sometimes even I get, I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I can't. But I'm like, you know what, someone, you did so much. You came this far and you worked so hard. So don't compare your journey with others because everyone is different. So just focus on yourself. And, you know, be patient, put put the hard work in and be patient. That's it. I appreciate you saying that because I do think social media, it, it makes a lot of, you know, it makes fitness more accessible in a lot of ways, but then it also can make it feel inaccessible, yeah. um, especially in the the kind of world of comparing yourself or someone's like, you know, contorted themselves into like a masterful yoga pose and you're like, I can't, I can't even do like downward dog. Like, what am I, what am I doing here? But I think that's really a very helpful reminder. And especially coming from you, a person who is an influencer in this space. But at the same time, it does motivate me to when I see other people doing, I'm like, okay, if she can do a muscle up, why can't I? You just have to put the work, hard work in. I mean, I've been trying doing muscle up since for three years, I wasn't consistent. And I kept making excuses, maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm not strong enough. Maybe um, I need to lose weight. These three things were like, kept like, you know, coming to my head, giving me these kind of excuses for like, okay, maybe I should just forget about this goal. Then this year, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to put the effort. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to be consistent. Forget about the age. I'm totally fine. I am capable. And once you start focusing on yourself and be, and have that positive mindset, everything will change. Within months, I was able to get the muscle. I mean, that was so, so hard. It was my dream goal. Like I was at the point where I was like so stressed out. I used to watch so many videos. I'm like, why can't I not get it? What's what's wrong with me? But I also realized that I had to hire a coach, which I did. Sometimes you need help and you just have to take it. So you have to remind yourself and humble yourself down. You don't know everything. You're always learning. So I hired a coach and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to take it from here. And within months, like I said, I got my first muscle. I said, coach, I'm going to be turning 42 in May. I need to get my first muscle up. He's like, someone, don't worry. We'll, we'll work on it. And we did. Um, you know, before we're going to wrap in a second, but I was just having this conversation. I take tennis lessons and I was just having this conversation with my tennis instructor. And he was telling me about a student of his who was in her fifties and 
she was just kind of like, well, I'm too old to learn like a new way of hitting the ball or, you know, new way of serving or whatever. And we were just talking about how like, you're not too old. You know, I like, we're all in our forties, like you're doing these new fitness things. And, and I think that is just something really important to keep in mind. Like we, we should get out of this mindset that when it comes to fitness, that we're too old, of course, while, you know, keeping in mind to stay safe from injury, like we are more prone to injury as, as we get older. But, you know, I, I think it is just so important not to think of ourselves as too old for these things. So thank you for, you know, bringing that into the conversation. Absolutely. Um, Well, yeah. Yes. Um, it's been really great to talk to you. Thank you for being like a real trailblazer in this space and inspiring, I think, so many people. Um, so, yeah, it was great to have you. Um, where can people find you if they want to follow along with you, take your classes, um, et cetera? So um, I have a fitness page called SFM underscore fitness. They can find me on Instagram, SFM underscore fitness or on TikTok. And my uh, workout app, they can find it. The link is available on my Instagram as well, or they can download the app called Evolve You. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Well, she was the coolest. She, she is the coolest. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Kate, she would kick my butt, right? Yeah. Um, as, as we, we played that voicemail the other day of someone singing highway to the intensity zone. (laughs) Here we are. So here we are in the intensity zone. How is it going for you over here in the intensity zone? Well, I downloaded a bunch of ADHD books, but I haven't started reading them yet. That was my intention. This is going to be a lifelong journey, so I'm not really uh, hung up on the fact that I haven't gotten to it yet. But I'm okay. on it. That I, seems I've been reasonable. still been compiling. Yeah, I have a lot of recommendations from listeners, and I'm just kind of compiling them all. And I've been like, you know, reserving books in my Libby app. So I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, and you know what I want to do this week? I, for some reason, my brain popped back to our first interview with Danielle Henderson, writer, extraordinaire Danielle Henderson. And she talked about how one of her self-care practices is writing letters. And I I just thought Mm. like, why don't I do that? I'm going to write a letter to somebody that I love and just reach out that way. I love receiving letters. Um, I have a, one of my daughters is like a prolific letter writer. She's always like corresponding with family members via letters. So Aww. I thought it might be nice to just write somebody a letter. So I'm going to, I'm going to intench on that this week. How about you? How about you? I love that. Um, this, a friend of mine was saying on, she's, she's getting off of Twitter and she was saying um, she's been, she's writing more letters. So I've been thinking about that. I love that you're doing that. Um, well, last week, my intention was to read and to find a book that I could get into. And I have to say, I have not succeeded. <sighs> I requested a galley of something that I think I will really like. And listen, if you're listening to this and you work at HarperCollins, approve my request, okay? <laughs> Come on, HarperCollins. Come on. Dory needs <laughs> this, this is my book. lifeline. <laughs> For the love of God, give her um, this book. 
for the love of God, I need this. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping I can kind of get a little bit, get, get, get some more, um, reading, reading material <laughs> this week. And it's okay, funny that good. you brought up yoga because, um, yesterday Henry was, he was like playing around and going upside down. Like he was kind of doing a handstand, but like on his bed with a bunch of pillows. He wasn't really doing handstand, but I was like, oh, it feels good to be upside down, doesn't it? And he's like, yeah. And then I showed him legs up the wall and we did it oh. together. <laughs> but oh, I was also Jory, like, come on ooh. now. That's so sweet. I know. It's real sweet. But I was like, ooh, those hammies are tight. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... My intention is legs up the wall this week. Ugh, the best. Okay. I support this. The best. (sighs) And maybe do it with Henry. I don't know. TBD. Put those cute little toddler legs up the wall. I know. I know. I showed him how to do it. He's like like into it for a a minute. Sweet. That's good enough. (laughs) He is. All right. Well, well, Kate, let's also remind everyone that mm-hmm. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and you, Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager, our network partners, ACAST. We will talk to you all very soon. Bye. <laughs>